Welcome to the latest episode of Mistress Mia's Dungeon. I am your hostess, Mistress Mia, and of course, you know my wacky, delirious. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> say this time. Grossly absurd. <laughs> <laughs> I am gross and I am absurd. Thank you, <laughs> Master John, Lord Balor. Um, <laughs> 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 and of course, Angel on the Shelf. Angel. And tonight we have our special guest for our 100th episode. This is Master Bob and his lovely sub, Slave Girl. <laughs> <laughs> if that's appropriate, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. It works. Well, we learned last time you were his slave, so yeah. Yeah, absolutely. She's been here before. We're not, yeah, we're friends. She's now. still my slave. <laughs> still your slave. Still hasn't changed that. She gets a little mouthy sometimes, uh, though. Ready. We have to put her in her place a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so tonight we bring you, you know, we want to know everything. We've, we've talked before in the past. We've done a really fascinating demo. We're talking about doing a little more outrageous stuff. <laughs> yeah. you, you should always come prepared when you come to Mistress Mia's dungeon. You never know what's going to happen. I oh, we saw it. She's prepared. <laughs> I'm worried about her. <laughs> she's here, she's prepared. <laughs> See, he speaks for you too, young lady. <laughs> But you look lovely tonight, as always. And, you know, this is always fun. You know, it's fun bringing people in the lifestyle that we get to talk and, you know, just get to know one another better. And, you know, Bob and I have known each other. It's going on six years now. Yeah, at least that. Yeah, at least. And, um, you know, we've talked about everything from, obviously, the Polly household, Mm -hmm. you know, to... um, Outrageous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the outrageous. Yeah, very outrageous. We saw what a masochist really was, didn't we? We did. Yeah, we did. Um, Everybody we, saw. <laughs> you missed her last party, which, yeah. you know, I'm sorry. It was amazing. So this next one we're going to do, I think, at the end of July. Mm-hmm. And um, hopefully you'll have both women with you this time. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully. Um, try my best to get her to come with us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because you all came together like four years ago to a party. Mm-hmm. You want to tell our audience about that? <laughs> Please sure. do. Yeah. Um, I brought my wife and my slaves together. And when we came, my wife was wearing a very transparent outfit. You could pretty much see everything. Well, I heard. Huh? I heard. I told him. Me and I. She enjoyed it. She pretty much was butt naked with a collar on and a leash. As a slave should be. Right. And she was more or less hauled around with the leash. Um, She's grinning about that. (laughs) So 
my wife decided she wanted to just kind of observe everything that was going on while I took my slave into the dungeon room in this area and we played with different people and she enjoyed herself because she was used, she was fucked, she was played with, <laughs> she was, I mean, you name it, they did it. <laughs> Pretty Sounds much. like a Mia party. Uh, yeah, I think you officially <laughs> christened that swing. Like, yeah, yeah. like that swing, you were ju adjusting it, and mm -hmm. they're like, oh yeah, she's going to get it done. I mean, <laughs> it was obscene. <laughs> if Mia says it's obscene, it was bad. It was great. <laughs> it was really great. And you know, by the end of the night, people were just like, who is that guy with those two women? Like, who are they? And I'm like, that's Master Bob. Like, he's the man. You know, <laughs> people are envious because so many people can't do what you do. Mm -hmm. You know, they talk about polyamory. They talk about it, but they you all succeed in doing it. Right. And, you know, it presents its problems, but it presents its advantages. Absolutely. You, know, you have two women in the same house that you have to cater to regardless, you know, whether they're slaves or whether they're your wife, you still have to cater to. Because that'll still make your life hell. <laughs> yes, they can. Yes, they can. Not that they really do. No. Because in the reality of things, when it comes down to it, I am the boss, regardless, no matter what. They know that I am the boss, and if I don't like something, I'm going to let them both know I don't like it, and therefore it's not going to happen. But most of the time, none of that really takes place because we get along so well. I mean, it's, it's like a happy family. And to be honest, it was his wife's decision all along. Yeah, you told us that before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now she's the one that invited her to come stay with us, come live with us. I've met her via the FetLife mm -hmm. website. Okay. And through another person. She, this other person contacted her so she could contact me. And we started communicating via the FetLife web, website. I've done that, yeah. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then trans, or, transmitted our phone numbers with each other so we could text more intimately and then finally met each other yeah. in person and played around. And she asked me about being my slave. And I said, sure, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to turn that down. The thing is, as I said, I wanted to know and verify that she knew exactly what slavery is right. entails. Right. Because a lot of people tell you they want to be your slave. I haven't had a lot of people tell me they want to be my slave, but I have had a lot of people tell me <laughs> they want to be the dom or they want to play and they want to do different things and they don't really know what they're asking for. Right. Yeah. But I've had them, and so when you try to explain to them exactly what's involved, you know, I, I try to explain to them there's a difference between wanting to be a sub and there's a difference between wanting to be a slave. There are two different categories, there's two different ways of dealing with each individual right. well, under those circumstances. And for that individual, it's a different mindset Correct. between sub and but slave. Being a slave, you kind of give up your individualism. You're, you're basically putting your complete trust 
in your owner, in your master, right. to take care of you in every way, in every aspect, to fulfill your desires, your fantasies, your dreams, your wishes, whatever, that, but at the same time, protecting that person, that property. Right. You know, they that, become your property. Exactly. So they know that they are giving up everything mm -hmm. for the trust that you give them in return to maintain a safe, caring environment and providing them all the needs that they want, you know, as far as the fantasies, the fetishes, everything that they could possibly think of, and things that they don't think of that you do as a dom. Right. I'm a sadist, so I think of things that most people... I think of things that most people don't even consider. Mm. Well, I can definitely say that you are describing an, a, a very healthy master-slave relationship. And people much so. have to understand that they're not all the same. No. You do have to watch for warning signs. Mm -hmm. You do have to communicate. You can't go out there and say, hey, yeah, I'm going to do anything you want me to and not have any background. You have to protect yourself. And I think you're awesome because I think poly families are awesome. So. Well, then yeah, we, you, just, we hit a, you just hit a subject that, as far as it goes. I get people telling me all the time, I'll do whatever you want. Yeah. And I tell them, no, you won't. Don't even say that to Ever. me because Anybody. when you tell me that, you don't know what doors you're opening up mm -hmm. when it comes to my mind right. and what my mind goes and says, okay, I could do this and I can do that and I can do this and I can right. do that. You don't want me doing that to you. So don't tell me you'll do anything I want. Right. And the, I've had the same conversations with people and sometimes they're open to it and they'll mm -hmm. be like, okay, and I'll give them a list of things. Right. Now, these are the things you didn't think about. Right. Please tell me the ones that you don't like uh -huh. and what your right. limits are because if I can't shave your head, you need to tell me that. Right. If exactly. I can't break your bones, you need to tell me that. Exactly. Because anything I want is a broad term. Exactly. Others think I'm being stupid and don't want to do it and I'm like, okay, well then, uh, thank you, but no thank you. Mm -hmm. yeah, because I need to know because everyone has limits. Right. Does not they mean might be different. But everyone has limits. Everyone, everybody has limits. Right. And that's what I tell them, you know. And it's dangerous to play with somebody that says you can do whatever you want. Exactly. When you try to tell me I don't have any, they don't it's they tell me it's an they don't have any flag. limits yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. I said, okay, no. Yeah. Because I know you're going to have limits. Right. And for me, it's a weeding out process. Right. If they're willing to go through the process and they're willing to and have the conversation and they're willing to have the negotiation. Exactly. Then... I know that that's can... like what we did with her. That's like I did with her. You know, she didn't tell me I could do anything I wanted with her, but she was more or less open to just about anything. Mm -hmm. And when she was when she was hesitant about things, I would say, "Okay, we'll try it and see. You know, we'll see how you respond to whatever." Right. And if, yeah, that was one of them, you know, needles in her nipples, needles in her tits, you know, needles in her pussy, things like that, we talked about. Well, they are. Those are things you should talk about because it could be a limit well, for somebody. This was after, well, this was after she already agreed to be my slave. Right. These are some of the things that, because like I said, I'm a sadist. 
I can think of all kinds of things that. No, I had, my mind went. My mind did some flips when you were saying that. So, for me to sit there, I'll ask her. You know, what do you think about this? It felt good. And she says, "Well, I don't know. I've never had it done. I'm a little afraid of it." Okay, that's understandable. That's normal. That's normal human nature. I understand that. If you're not a little afraid of it, something's wrong. Right. You're lacking somewhere. Right. So. We'll test the waters, so to speak, you know, and then I'll see the reaction I get from her. I look at her face, I look at the reactions that she portrays to me, and that tells me whether I should continue or whether I should stop. Okay. While we're on that subject, just for our listeners, what are some other signs that you can tell besides her face or her reaction? What are some other things that you look for? Okay, to say like, that she's going here's, to here's a typical example, right? <laughs> You, you can pinch her nipple, right? I remember. They're pierced. I remember. Yeah. You can pinch her nipple. Okay. You can look at her face, and you can see the reaction that you get from her face. Right. She gets more and more flushed. Right. Yeah, and that's the part I wanted to get to. Right. You can show she, the color of the skin changes. She shows me yeah, right. that, she's that she's enjoying it. Right. That even though I'm creating this pain in this very sensitive area, she likes it. She she's wants it. She's about to lose she's it. Gonna, she, if I do this long we, enough, she will come. I know. I feel like she needs, like she she needs to ruffle yeah. her hair a little bit. She's about to hump the table like that. You can see the sweat forming on her forehead. I'm sweating. <laughs> You're making John hot, too. But you understand, the, the, you read the body. Right. Is what you do. Exactly. You that's read the, part. the body. We, now, since that we've been from together. Experience. Yeah, since, yeah. Since we've been together. This woman has never, ever, ever used her support with me. But at the same time, you've always, always, always taken care of her. Yes. Yeah. I pushed her and I pushed her and I pushed her, but I know when I have to stop because of the signal she sends to me. He also she reads don't have to say a word. Right. I sense from her how much she can handle. You can see when there's a change. Exactly. Yeah. And also sounds. Yeah. I, the sounds change. I thought mm -hmm. everybody could tell by physical cues and, you know. Yeah, really not can. everybody can. They can. Not, not everybody can read that. I didn't, I did not know that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's also something else to watch for because some people, I don't know if they I've run into a lot of, they lack, lot of dominant or, people, quote unquote, dominant people who say they're dominant but really don't understand their means. real position and what they're supposed to be doing with the, the individuals that are under their care. Mm -hmm. And I say under their care because they are under your care. Right. right. You know, you have to provide them what they need and push their envelope. Right. For me, because I, I, we've met before, mm -hmm. <laughs> we've talked, but for me, I'm kind of on the same page. To me, a dom means being in control, mm -hmm. especially of yourself. And what exactly. you're doing and what is happening. Mm -hmm. Being strong isn't about what, how much you can crush. Being strong is about how much you can control that strength. Exactly. Right. You got it. That's exactly so. right. And Some men do not see their well, control so, and masculinity or whatever in that manner. Mm -hmm. And it is very, like I started out with a, you know, a very extremely abusive master that, um, did not have the word care in his vocabulary. It was not something that... And there's plenty and, of them out there that are like that. Too. And to be and that's honest... That's sad. To me, that's really sad. True. It's not just 
male doms. No, it's no, all of them the, together. Well, yes. there is a difference, though, in a dom and a dominant man and an abusive person who uses that persona in order to... be to, abusive. Yes. Yeah. In Instead to, of... Yes. So, I mean, there's always things to watch out for. Right. You know, everybody has to be cautious, but it's so fulfilling. Yeah, if it's done properly, it is fulfilling. It's so fulfilling. And Polly households for have you and so your dog potential. Yes. Because see, to me, I can't do something to her that isn't fulfilling to her to satisfy myself. Right. It don't work. Right. You know, if I if I'm doing something to somebody, and it's not they're not deriving pleasure out of it, I'm gonna stop. Yeah, I'm gonna cease almost immediately because it, I, my pleasure is deriv driven from them. What I'm so I see for them. Yeah. When they're getting aroused, I'm getting aroused. If they're not getting aroused, then I don't want to do it. I do the same thing. It's my job to fulfill their fantasy. Exactly. And that's where I get my pleasure mm -hmm. is by I can do this for you. Right. Yeah. And another thing I liked last time you did the demo and you showed mm -hmm. up on the cross, um, I saw you do it. And I was really happy about it because I don't see a lot of doms do it. You checked on her mm -hmm. and you would stop. Do you need some water? Are you okay? Do you need to take a break? Mm -hmm. you, you were in the middle of the scene and she, you were doing these things, but you were still aware that there was still a person at the other end of that. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So I learned a lot from you and I, things that I was already on the same page, mm -hmm. but to see someone with a little bit more experience do them helped me immensely. I appreciate it. Oh, okay. Well, I appreciate that, too. Well, not only that, but seeing someone do it the right way. <laughs> right. You know, mm -hmm. because I had a very bad impression and opinion of men who called themselves a master for a very long time because of the extremely bad experience I had. Mm -hmm. So. And I, and I can feel for you because I know that I've run into other women and other men that have gone through the same thing, I think. You know, it's sad that people are out there that do this to other people. Because it's not necessary. That's the part that gets me. It's not necessary. You can find any type of person you want that's willing to go through whatever you want to do to them freely. He didn't want willingness. But that's the problem. Yeah, he see, that's the problem. And, and that, that's what if it's not was. willing, it shouldn't be being done. And there are a lot of them out there that way. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and like now, you, you know the signs to look out for. So you know what to avoid mm -hmm. when you're talking to them for a little while. And it's just certain things they say, and they keep saying it. And you're like, in the back of your head, you're going, that's what the safe word's for. Not, and you know, it's like they don't want you to have that safe word. They don't want you to be comfortable at all. Right. I didn't even learn about safe words until I got back into BDSM years later. Really? Yeah. And to me, the safe word, I know a lot of subs don't want to use a safe word because it makes them look weak or they can't take it. To me, using your safe word has nothing to do with that at all. Mm -hmm. If you're using your safe mm -hmm. word, it's because you're not comfortable with something that's happening to right. you right now. Exactly. For whatever reason. Right. It don't matter what it is. It's okay. It doesn't mean I don't like this thing. Just right it's now, just that there's something happening that I don't want to do this, this thing. this particular moment in time, I'm uncomfortable with what's going right. on. And it, you don't really need an explanation. No. It's just, okay. That's what the safe so, word's for. It's okay and to you say, just, I don't want to do like that. Like I've told them, okay, when you use the safe word, the session ends. 
That's all there is to it. The session ends. It doesn't mean we're done permanently. It just means the session ends at this point so that you can regroup and figure out, you know, what it is that made you uncomfortable so we can work around it. Right. And also, you know, mindset has a lot to do with it because of everything that was going on last month or earlier in this month, he asked if I wanted to still come to the party. And he, I, I didn't want to disappoint him, but I couldn't go through with it. What did I, I tell What did I do, though? Tell them what I he did. He told me if I would have said, yeah, let's go, he would have been disappointed that I did that. Why? Because I should have been where I was. Why? Because I would have felt guilty if I wasn't. Exactly. I told her, mm-hmm. I said, are you really thinking about the true aspect of what's going on here? Mm-hmm. Your brother is on death's door, so to speak, okay? If you go to this party with me, with Miss Mia, taken away from the time that your brother is on death's door, and enjoying yourself at Miss Mia's party with me, You'll and he dies while yeah. we're at the party, how are you going to feel? Mm-hmm. How's that going to make you feel from that point onward? Because there's always another party. Exactly, and that's what I told her. So this I want you to seriously think about. Because for me, if you go to the party, yes, I would be disappointed. Because I'm looking at the overall picture. Not this narrow facet here, but the overall picture. And that's what I want you to see, is the overall picture. So you can make an informed decision as to what you really need to do here. Avoid the party. Yes, it's a disappointment. But if your brother died while you were at that party, there would be so much devastation that I don't know that you could recover from it. Right. Yeah. And that's another aspect I enjoy about having you here and interviewing you as a dom. Mm-hmm. You're not just a dom doing the scene and you're doing what I say because we're doing a scene and I'm telling you to. You're caring and taking care of her mm-hmm. all the time. You're always thinking about her. And you're always thinking, is this scene what we need? Right. Because if it's not, we're not going to do it. Right. And I'm thinking about tomorrow and next week and next year. I'm not thinking about this five minutes. Right. Exactly. Like I explained to my wife and I explained to her and I explained to my kids. I brought my outlook on things and tried to you know, take in every variable that's involved in any situation, no matter what it is, because people have a tendency of just focusing down this narrow line and not realizing all this other crap that there's one moment of pleasure that they want to grab onto, Mm -hmm. and they're not thinking about all the other side effects that could be created because of this one issue. Right, because for me, and I've, I've said it before, I want to play with you again. Mm-hmm. I don't want to come in here. I want this to be enjoyable. I want this to be beneficial and right. pleasurable for both of us because I want to do it again and I want to have this connection with you for a mm-hmm. long time, not just this 30 minutes. Right. Yeah. Well, like you said, when you get involved with people, you want to do a long-term interview, so to speak, right. before you even get acquainted with them physically because I'm the same way. I want to find out as much about you as I possibly can long before we get right. together. And at that because point, I want a long term. I don't want some wham, bam, thank you, man, let's do it one shot and we're right. done with it. Right. 
never meet again. If you meet somebody you like and you connect with, you want right. to keep I that connection. Right, I want to continue on and on. So you, I want to know as much about you as I possibly you're emotionally can. Connected you are an example well. of how <coughs> mindfulness can go. Mm -hmm. Because people confuse what mindfulness means. It's not only reflecting on the emotions and the thoughts that you're having within your own self. Mm -hmm. It's also reflecting on how things are going to happen and you know reflect and affect your family. Right. Everything in your day to day. Mm -hmm. So that's great mindfulness, and I think, I mean, you know, kudos. Stop being a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> right, but she said it affects your family. We talked about that before, too. Mm -hmm. You live with them, mm -hmm. you're married to someone else, right? Mm -hmm. Your kids come over, mm -hmm. they know she's there, right? Mm -hmm. So this is your life, right? So everything that you do does affect. And they've accepted family. it better, I take it, at this point in time. Yes. Yeah, they they finally gotten over the jealousy parts and the hurting their mother, thinking that their mother's being hurt and all this other crap that children go through. Right. Know, and, right. Which I understand. They're confused. They don't understand. Yeah, which I do understand, but at the same time, they are adults. Mm -hmm. They need to understand that this is our life. Right. We're not taken away from their lives to create our lives. Mm -hmm. We're not asking them to give up anything well, for our lives. The first thing I would say, well, this is how you feel, but look at your mother. Mm -hmm. Is she happy? Right. Because if she's happy, how nothing's being taken. She's she's gained some things. Right. You know that that's how you have to. People don't understand. If people don't understand poly families, they just do not understand it. Some it people are not open-minded enough right. to think about so, it or want it. it. It's about loving more than one person and looking out for their happiness. And, and, See, and that's that's the biggest thing when it comes to how people perceive love. My perception of love is an enhancement, an enrichment. In another, you know, by having somebody involved in your life. It isn't a necessity. If I have to have somebody in my life, there's something wrong. Right. Now, if I, I should be able to fulfill myself by myself. But if somebody comes along that I feel can enhance and that I can enhance mm -hmm. and make our lives even more enjoyable and even more better, mm -hmm then that's why we get together. We're not taking from each other, we're giving to each other. Yeah, I, I see it as a game. I do. I, I don't know, it's that support. But see, most, most marriages, most relationships, is need, mm -hmm. want, mm -hmm. take. They become Exactly. Exactly. And I, I can't live a relationship like that. If it's code, you know, if it's where the one is hanging on or you know they're they're taken from you constantly or vice versa there's a problem it has to be mutual and enhancing to both or it doesn't work or for as many as is involved in the relationship like right now there's three of us involved in the relationship so if it's not enhancing all three of us it's not going to work if all three of us are not getting enhanced by us being together it's not going to work but that works in even a marriage, 
committed relationship, friendship, no matter what it is, if it's not enhancing, it's not going to work. It will fail. I have an interesting question. At some point, I, this is for slave girl here. <laughs> I get to speak. At some, at some point, does his wife say, now look, Bob's not home. I, I don't want to have sex with him tonight. <laughs> it's your turn. <laughs> I tired the big dick. Is there some negotiation? You're asking some questions. She doesn't want to answer. You're going to get in trouble. No, actually, I mean, it's. Oh my God! If she don't want it, I'm more than glad to take it. I ain't got no problem with it. <laughs> I knew you're a big cottonbore, oh but you know. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I mean, the wife had it all these years. I was thinking she might just be saying, "I just can't do Bob's big dick tonight." <laughs> I love you. You're so great. Big. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we I, know. I, I, I do have to say I've worn her ass out a few times. I bet you have. <laughs> I know she's told me many a times, are you ever going to come? Uh, this is his wife, not me. <laughs> you know, she's come so many times, but you know, I still haven't because that's the whole thing. For me, it's watching her and deriving the pleasure out of her until I get her to the point where she's ready to pass out. From just and oh, he has made her pass out. Yes, I have. <laughs> so you know, to me that's the, that to me is the enjoyable part. You know, Take see how long I can keep her going for as long as it takes. Oh, I feel you. And, and, and wear her ass out. And when she does, when she finally does pass right. out, she'll sleep for hours, and then you know, a few hours later, can we do it again? Right. <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've been telling Mia, I need to start doing yoga or cardio or something because... <laughs> well, that's a good and I interesting get... point. Because I was going to suggest... I can go, but I get tired. <laughs> I was going to suggest that, you know, us girls maybe do a little cardio together. And, you know, anytime you do exercise, it makes you feel better about yourself. Yeah, it does. And, John, you can join in. I need some. Can I wear those short shorts? shorts? I was actually thinking Mia should get, you know, a stripper pole so we can learn oh, stripper absolutely. Oh, you want me to, you want me to but, you know. spin on the pole? That's just you want to see. You want, you want me to dance like a pig, don't you? <laughs> you can put a toe to on me and make me dance. See, that is the one pleasure of being a woman is the multiple orgasms we can have. Oh, yeah. And yeah. That's one pleasure that men have too is the multiple orgasms you can have. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. So, is there threesomes at all in this relationship? Very rarely. Okay. Very rarely. And do you just say, hey, tonight I'm going to sleep with my slave? How we usually do, a lot of the times it just happens. I mean, yeah. Well, it depends on what you mean by sleep. I actually mean sleep. No, don't, be, don't be slow. We all time. have our own bedrooms. <laughs> yeah, uh, he is a very, very, very light sleeper, mm. and I snore like a freight train. So does my wife. She's not as bad as me, but you know. but she still she snores too. We've had our separate bedrooms even before she came into yeah. the household because, oh, wow. like she said, I'm a very very light sleeper. He's the got the slightest this... noise out of whack, and I'm awake. He's got a machine that 
makes puts out white noise. Yeah. White noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even <laughs> then, with a box and man even on then, the tie, like yeah. right by my head. And even then, I can still <laughs> like get right by out. my head. So and, you know, yeah. it's just one of those things. Mm -hmm. For me to sleep with either one of them, not going to happen. I will not. <laughs> I will not so there's sleep. no aftercare. <laughs> no. There is no. There's no sleeping. There's no I would not be sleeping yeah, at all. I'd be waking no, up. That's I'd be awake all night that's long, and right. I'd be tired as hell the next morning. Right. And then I would be grouchy. Yeah. And I can't see to me. No I don't sleeping be does not equate to no aftercare. It's not there. I know. I'm teasing. Just because you <laughs> get up and fall asleep doesn't mean that aftercare. I don't sleep either. I go. With no fucking sleep. <laughs> and then I got you. That's just out of bed, but that's what I'm tired He doesn't get no sleep. And his wife and I sleep like rocks. You know, the world can fall in around them, they won't wake up. I have someone who can sleep with them. So you have to know. I'm a light sleeper too, I sympathize. Someone I know can, like, as soon as his head hits the pillow, he's snoring already. And I'm like, damn. That must be nice. I wish I could do that. Right? I was there for two hours with my kids mad. Like the few times I tried to snore, I wake my own ass up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Sounds awesome. <laughs> when I was pregnant with my son, okay, so he was big. He was induced like three weeks early, and he was born, and he was nine pounds four ounces. Oh God! I got you. And beat. he was, but he was induced three weeks early, so that's three late. to four pounds that. He did not gain because yeah. I wouldn't have been able to have him naturally. Well, by the time we get <laughs> so, to that point, <laughs> so like you know, I'm like month seven, and my torso is this big. Like my ribs, there's like two inches between my hip bone oh, and my God. ribs. Like I have a very short torso. So like he was up, <laughs> I could put my hands together and touch my fingertips. And <laughs> my pregnancy, that's all I can do. So, like, I snored. I snored. I snored so bad, I woke myself up several times a night. I believe it. Well, my snoring just was like... basically just, and that's it. <laughs> right? That's probably me, too. <laughs> Damn. There's so much yeah. like sleep. I snore while I'm awake sometimes. My second. <laughs> 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 He's sitting there and he's gone. Sleeping, you're still like, no, I have to tell you what was happening on TV. I'm watching the video. I didn't know I was doing it. I'm weird. <laughs> so tonight, we're going to see a demo. Oh, we're going to do a demo, yeah. Yeah. Oh, fun. Who, who's doing the demo? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. I'm fine. 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 Let's do some fun stuff today, shall we? <laughs> I think we'll close this one out Let's and then we'll re-record it. Re <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We're keeping this one. <laughs> All but right. Yeah, let's close it out. Let's have a demo. Absolutely. Let's do, let's do it. it. All right. Signing off. Uh, let your... What is it now, John? Fantasies become realities? <laughs> yes. And let John help you. Or Bob. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to watch Bob tonight. But until then, yes, thank you both again for coming to see mm -hmm. us and tell us your fun stories. I'm digging it. There's always something new that we hear. I love it. Yeah. All right. You all have a great day.
case anybody ever wants to know where to get some sheep, plants,